This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending September 23rd of 2023, the Fed's forecast on inflation, future rate hikes and the GDP, why remote work is good for the environment, and calls for a major shakeup at NAR. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week and a message from Fed Chief Jerome Powell. He announced the result of the committee September meeting, saying there would be no rate hike at this time, but a majority of Fed officials expect the need for one more quarter-point rate hike this year. The range is currently 5.25% to 5.5%. Twelve Fed officials foresee another hike, while seven don't see them going any higher. Only one Fed official expects the need to raise rates above 6% next year. The other half of the Fed's message is that rates will stay higher for longer. The Fed's stance on higher for longer was deduced from its forecast for rate cuts in 2024. In June, Fed officials had penciled in four rate cuts next year. That has now been reduced to two. Jeffrey's economist Thomas Simons told MarketWatch, quote, The bottom line is that the Fed is embracing the higher-for-longer approach to getting inflation down to target, unquote. But CNBC reports that the change in the rate-cut forecast has more to do with optimism about economic growth. Powell said in his statement after the meeting, quote, Stronger activity means we have to do more with rates, and that's what that meeting is telling you, unquote. In a summary of economic projections, Fed members increased their forecast for the 2023 GDP. In June, they were estimating 1%. Now they're seeing more than double that at 2.1%. Powell says they have seen convincing evidence that inflation is coming down, but they're not ready yet to declare victory. They expect to see inflation at 2.6% in 2024 and a return to the 2% target in 2026. As for their projections on short-term rates, the median outlook is 3.9% for 2025 and 2.9% for 2026. All this means that the Fed is forecasting a soft landing, which means it expects to get inflation under control without causing a recession. Meantime, the latest weekly jobless report shows that initial applications are now at an eight-month low. Just 201,000 workers filed claims. The number of ongoing claims also fell by 21,000, bringing the total to 1.6 million. The news isn't quite as rosy for the housing market. According to the National Association of Realtors, existing home sales fell in August to their lowest level since January. NAR's chief economist, Lawrence Yun, is also saying that mortgage rates could go as high as 8%. Housing starts also fell in August. They were down more than 11% mostly due to builders spending more time finishing what they've already started. Building permits were up almost 7%, showing that builders are still ramping up their operations. But high mortgage rates are dampening their enthusiasm to some degree. The National Association of Home Builders says that builder confidence fell in September to its lowest level in five months, as buyers shy away from high mortgage rates. Those mortgage rates crept a tiny bit higher this past week, Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up just one basis point to 7.19%. The 15-year was up three points to 6.54%. And in other news-making headlines, remote work has brought about a lot of changes, including how people work and where they live. 
But there's now a study that shows remote work could also be very climate-friendly with more than a 50% decrease in emissions. Researchers from Microsoft and Cornell University analyzed data on worker habits, including things like tech used to communicate, the impact of commuting versus non-commuting, and energy use in the office and at home. They concluded that remote workers could potentially reduce their carbon footprint by 54% compared to office workers, and that hybrid workers with two to four workdays at home could reduce emissions by 11 to 29%. They say that remote work doesn't produce a clear-cut reduction in energy use, though. The study shows that remote workers also travel more to visit family or friends or to partake in recreational activities, which uses more energy. Some hybrid workers also moved farther from their office locations, which increases their commute times when they do go in. But overall, there was a reduction. Plus, remote work makes it easier for people with disabilities to work full-time. Controversy continues for the National Association of Realtors. It began with a New York Times article accusing NAR's former president, Kenny Parcell, of sexually harassing several women. The article claimed that he created a culture of fear at the Chicago-based organization. He resigned in August. Now, NAR employees are demanding major leadership changes, saying that upper management knew about Parcell's conduct, but chose to prioritize him instead of the staff. As reported by The Real Deal, they say, Our leadership has failed us. We're tired of watching our talented teammates walk out the door. In a written statement, they want heads to roll for CEO Bob Goldberg, President Tracy Casper, who replaced Parcell, Senior Vice President of Talent Development Donna Gland, and General Counsel Katie Johnson. They also want to exclude these individuals from the process of choosing their successors. NAR responded to employee concerns, saying it's committed to addressing the issue and implementing safeguards that will create a respectful and inclusive place to work. The organization has more than one and a half million members. Well, that's it for today. You can read more about these stories by following links in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. And there's only a few tickets left to our 20-year anniversary event happening October 7th near the LAX airport. You'll get to meet 10 teams from around the country who have been helping our members at Real Wealth build their real estate portfolios. And we'll also have a lender there who's been able to get four and three quarter percent interest rates to people who are buying new homes. You'll get a chance to meet them and all the teams, the property managers, and all the staff from Real Wealth. We look forward to seeing you there. Just go to newsforinvestors.com for details. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.